Hey, podcast listeners, it is your host, Adam A. Adams, and you all know that I do multifamily, and I'm always here preaching all the kinds of creative ways that you can get involved into anything real estate, but in the next few episodes, and I'm going to post all of them today, okay, so there's going to be six episodes, and they're all coming out today. These are the different ways that you can get involved in multifamily, and these six short episodes are designed for you to be able to listen to them back to back to back. This episode is episode one. And this series is brought to you by the following message. Instead of just making 10 to 20,000 once or twice a year, selling or flipping a house, how'd you like to make 2,000 to 3,000 passive income every month for the rest of your life? How about 5,000 to 7,000 per month? How about 40,000 to 50,000 every single month for the rest of your life? If you said yes, to any of these questions, you need to sign up for Anthony Chara's One Day Apartment Investing Workshop on April 13th. Visit iCore's website for more information. That link is in the show notes. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by realbluespruce.com. All right, so we have seven ways that we've kind of designed to help you to be able to get involved in multifamily a lot sooner. And the first one that we'll cover is passively investing. And so share a story about a friend named Siva and we'll share a friend, uh, a story about a friend named Jeremy. Uh, so Siva, he was, is an engineer. He's always, he's been an engineer for years and he actually loves his job. And he started making a little bit of extra money and started investing. And he invested in lots of different uh, asset classes. And one day, Siva learned about the strength that can come from actually passively investing in multifamily. And he wanted to be the syndicator. So he spent quite a bit of money, uh, usually $40,000 is how much it costs to go with the team that he took his education from. And so Siva spent the 40000 He went and started taking the lessons and shortly um, into it, he learned that he what he really wants to do is not be the syndicator. So for Siva, in his experience, he decided that he just wanted to be passive. So he went in out. He went out and finished the education, um, and now Siva just passively invests in multifamily as a passive investor. But he continues to make his active money with um, with his engineering company. And so now we talk about Jeremy because Jeremy has a, a completely different story, and this is also uh, alluding to how he was able to get into passive investing. So with Jeremy. A friend of mine, he um, started investing into, you know, small single family, and then he started doing duplexes and fourplexes, and even got an 11plex. And as Jeremy was growing his portfolio, he kept thinking, I want to have the entire amount of the pie. Jeremy came across my podcast, and through listening to the Creative Real Estate Podcast, he reached out to me, and he, he gave me a call, and we were talking, and he immediately w- wanted to challenge me. Okay, so, so and that's okay. He said, he said, hey, why would you do syndication? Like, isn't that ridiculous to put out such a large portion of your income to your passive investors or to anyone, any other partners? Um, isn't that crazy? And I said, Jeremy, let's, let's really look at it. And, I, and I, I gave him that challenge back, a pushback. And I just, it was, and I wanted to use facts for it. So I looked at his current rentals, the 11 plex, the four plex, a few of the houses. And I said, show me what you can do best case scenario. So he picked one of those properties 
And what we did is we, um, we actually wrote out how far we could go with the five, with the fourplex and the 11 plex and the houses. How far can we go out? What's going to happen in two years? What's going to happen in four, eight and 10? What is your cash on cash return in your IRR? So as we were looking at this, we looked at the cash on cash return not being very good at all. And then I talked to him and I showed him what can happen when he becomes a syndicator. So if you want to run the business, Jeremy, this is what can happen. This is what it could look like. And the cash on cash for Jeremy skyrocketed. It went from, you know, under 10% to well above 20% on his personal cash on cash returns. Uh, based on uh, being the operator, being the syndicator, and being able to raise other people's money to do this business. So with Jeremy, he had less than 200K that he had to put out in, and, uh, and to buy things. So the reason that he was originally thinking that he wanted to uh, go ahead and do all of this on his own, uh, he wanted to put his own money out. But he, he felt restricted. He felt like, well, if I only have 200K, it's going to take me a long time. I have to buy, you know, a, a, I have to buy a 15 unit now and then a 20 unit. And then I'll just slowly, gradually grow. And w after speaking uh, together, Jeremy decided that what he's going to do is he is going to syndicate. He does want to be the operator. But his path to being that operator was first, instead of paying $40,000 like I did and like Siva did, he decided that he's going to get his education actually by, by being involved in the business. So what he did is he said, I've got a little less than 200K that's available for me liquid. And so what I'll do is I'll put a little bit into your deal, Adam. I'll put a little bit in, into another person's deal and put a, a you know, maybe 50, 50 and 50,000. And I'll, I'll still easily be able to have all of my money working for me. And while he's doing this, while Jeremy's putting money out into three places, he's able to actually learn uh, the, uh, he, all of our books that we share. He looks at our books. He can see all of the books that we're using, right? And so with that, he's able to understand what we're doing. It's full transparency. So he, he's very, very involved actually as an owner. He's an equity partner. He owns part of that property, right? With three properties that he's investing in, he's learning as he goes. It's full transparency with our team and the other two teams. And Jeremy's slowly learning, uh, how do we treat our investors? What does my team uh, do? How often are we paying on time? What is the other team doing? What does he like about the third team that he doesn't like about the other two teams? What does he like about my team that he doesn't like about those teams? And he's able to learn how to be the best operator through passively investing. And that way he saves $40,000 and he starts getting his money working for him right now. All right, podcast listeners, don't touch the dial. Just go right into episode two.